Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Podcast Show 172, January 24th, 2022. Huge weekend in the uh, NFL. Four games went right down to the wire. Last possession, one of them went to overtime. Field goals to win the game. But the great big news on the sports wire, Dave, was the Tabor Curling Bonds Field, where you, older gentleman from uh, Wheats, Wheats Electric, White's Electric, yeah. White's Electric, put on a clinic on and off the ice, from what I was told. What the uh, the hot wire and the hotline was telling me, Dave. How was the Taylor Bonds feel, and how did you guys fare? Uh, Taylor Bonds feel was awesome. It's 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 always a good time. Um, we were competitive up to the very last game. We uh, we lost our first game, should have won, but we didn't. Then we won and won, and which uh, find found ourselves in the B semifinals on Sunday, where we just we ran out of gas. We got up against it, and uh, but you know what? We, our curling was pretty good, but our bond spooling game was on point, and there is a bit of a difference. That's a, curling and bond spooling are two different things. You curl in your league throughout the week and throughout the season, but you bond spiel a couple times a year. And anybody who's bond spiel, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I miss those days of getting in a bond spiel and and having a good time. Where if you you, you find yourself, you win a game. Hey, maybe we got a shot. Then you lose. You get to go to another B. And then you win a game, win a game. And then you go, ah, fuck, let's have some drinks. You celebrate. And then it uh, it tends to get away from you a little bit. And you get into it a little bit. And it's, it's always a good time. And 99% of the time, there's not too many people who are taking it too seriously, who care if their name gets in the trophy at the end of the day. So that, that what's, that's usually what makes it a lot of fun. Yeah. And the weather for Southern Alberta was, oh. was top notch. There was a. Life's great at the Super 8, no matter where it is. And we happen to be staying at the Super 8 in Tabor. Um, they had a picnic table there. So we dragged that thing out, played cards for three hours in the afternoon outside on January 22nd. Like, what? Yeah, it treat. was 12, 13, 14 degrees. Not a, in, in the U.S., that's about uh, 62, 63, which is great. Um, if you're at a football game, you're, you're uh, tailgating and everything else without a, without a sweatshirt on, anything else. No, it's it was an awesome. There was no wind in San Alberta, which is un- unheard of. But anyways, Dave, I'm glad you had a great time this weekend. Maybe we should try to find a bond spiel if there's going to be any happening in the very near future. We'll get get going on one and and uh, bring 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 the crew back together for for one last time. Not one last time, one more time, I guess. One more time to get the get the old boys back together. Yeah, you never know. We uh we actually had some pretty successful tournaments over the bond fields over the years. We had successful bond bond fields and a couple uh, successful tournaments as well. Anyways, get into the NFL weekend. Like I said in the opening, there the the games were great. Um, the Saturday the game wasn't great, but the the outcome was was fun to watch and the, the way it, it turned out with the uh, the, the Niners and, and the Packers. Uh, the, the one of the best finishes to a football game. Actually, the entire game was great. I only saw the second half, but that Bills Chiefs game last night, man, to be a Bills fan today, Dave, I can't imagine the heartache that they're going through. Uh, not just the players, but the fan, the fan base alone. This one's got to hurt. It's got to be comparable almost to losing four Super Bowls in a row because they had that game won in their heads, not once, but twice last night in a span of like, a, not, not a clock span, but like a, a time span of two and a half minutes. They had that game won in, in their heads and their hearts and Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs, they just didn't stop. And we'll talk about the overtime rules later on, but 
the way that game finished, man, that was something to watch. Probably one of the best football games I've seen in a long, long time. I know I said that recently about the Grey Cup. This one topped back. It was unbelievable, that finish. It was it was unbelievable. And, and you know, rarely does a game live up to the hype. That one surpassed the hype. Every, that was Everybody had that circled as the game to watch this weekend. And those two teams did not disappoint. Um, I'm happy that there's real no controversy, no really dumb play. It was it was excellent play on the field, which lent itself to be to be a great game. The 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 refs there was some some coaching decisions possibly that you can wonder why Buffalo approached those last 13 seconds the way they did. They but squibbed they did. that. Well, we'll talk about that right now. Let's get on that right now. The the, the coaching decision because. Uh, Yes, you need great athletes, everything else, but coaching comes down to this sport more than others, a lot more than others, comes down to um, strategy and everything else. They squib kick that. instead of kicking through the end zone. They probably kill three more seconds to four more seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot. The game's over, in my opinion. I, Yeah, whatever they went. Uh, uh, Mahomes pushed them, what, 40 yards for that to try that field goal. It 13 seconds isn't a lot of time and, and nine is less. So mm-hmm. let's just say that way, right? You know, it it's to to actually run downfield and complete that pass, get down, and then uh and then call the timeout. Kansas City was lucky they had the timeout because they had the lead. They were able to save their timeouts. And so so that was a little fortuitous for them. But you know, at the end of the day, you got to make the plays and 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 they did, both teams did. And it's, it's, it is, it's, it's corny to say, but it's a shame a team had to lose. And, and, and I was both, really, both quarterbacks were so good. Like they, but I, I saw something today and I read it and I heard it. I don't want to be the stats guy. Cause nobody wants nor listens to our show to listen to stats, but both quarterbacks were the first to ever throw that many touchdowns, that many yards and lead their teams in rushing as well. Um, they, they were setting records as left and right. Both the way both both teams quarterback play was it was just a, a fun to watch and how both teams won and lost the game so so many times since the from two minute warning on. Like Mahomes threw for, for 170 yards from the two minute warning till the end of overtime. A hundred like some guys don't get that in a game. It was it was so fun to watch. I was. Watching it at the, the garage pub, having a beer, the beer's coldest in town there, and it was fantastic. And I, I left, because it's only a three-minute drive across town, and, and the, the lead changed twice from the, the, from the bar stool at the garage to when it was, to it was I still had time to watch it at, back at the hotel room. It was just mesmerizing to watch. It was, it was mesmerizing. It, 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 was, it was. It was one of the greatest football games I've ever watched as well. It's, it's. It's great. It's too bad the the Super Bowl because not that uh, Joe Burrow and and the Bengals can't give Mahomes a run. They just beat him a couple weeks ago. But uh, this was they a won't. heavyweight. This is a heavyweight battle, and and both teams we left it all out of the field. It was it was great to watch. Um, Josh Allen was was uh, very gracious in defeat, and but he can go to sleep knowing I can't do anymore, man. <laughs> That's just well, how it was. Y- you hate to fast forward to next season, the season after the season after, but Mahomes ain't that much older than, than Allen. And what's Buffalo thinking now? Like, oh man, we've invested. Hear me out. Like, we've invested 45 million a year or whatever it is they're, they're giving Allen. And we got to face this guy, Mahomes, every year for the next 10 years. And it's throughout the AFC. It just like, it's got to be a bit disheartening for Buffalo. Like that's the best we got right now. We ain't going to be a whole much better. Like we're not going to be a whole much better in years to come than what we have right now. And to think we still, we didn't win. Ugh. They got to hope that, that KC goes for a slide. Mahomes goes for a slide because their salary cap issues that they're going to have. But man, that's got to be a tab disheartening. Like that's the best punch we can give. And we didn't knock them out. No. And, and you're right, but you know, it's, it's, it looks like it's it's that there's a time now in the NFL where where these exciting young quarterbacks are are stepping up and taking 
taking over the league, like which is which is great, which is what Mahomes did, right? He's he was an MVP three years ago. He won a Super Bowl two years ago. But now you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Joe Burrow, three super studs in the in the AFC right there. Um, never uh, never mind Hebert in in um, San Diego and Lamar Jackson. Well, the LA Chargers. Yeah. I called San yeah. Diego. Still oh, too, sorry, yeah. with the yeah. Chargers and Deshaun Watson. If he stays in the AFC, like that's that's some high high talent uh, slinging the ball in the AFC right now. And you know you got. Brady, who didn't have a great game on the weekend, um, he gave his team a chance to win. But uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, took a big old dump on his. Wow, uh, Dave, let's talk about Rodgers. We're going to get to the Brady show a little bit there. But, man, did Aaron Rodgers take a great big shart in his yellow pants on, on the, uh, the, the at Lambeau Field. He did nothing. And that is that's got to be disheartening for a franchise. And I actually, before we get to to Rogers, let's just talk about Green Bay and with Rogers, obviously. But in the thirty plus years they've had two quarterbacks, you go from back to Favre, now to Rogers, and arguably two of the top for twenty five quarterbacks of all time, all time, not just two Hall of Famers, back to back Hall of Famers, and twenty top twenty five, maybe thirty, back to back back-to-back guys who are all-timers, not just Hall of Famers, but all-timers, and have two Super Bowls between the two of them, there's something wrong there, man, because they should have a lot more flags and rings and all and such because, man, and Brady, and Rogers 0-4 against San Francisco in the, in the playoffs. It hasn't done a thing. You know you're going to get a, a, a great regular season out of this guy, but when it comes to playoffs, Man, he sharks those yellow pants every time. Yeah, that's that was unfortunate. That was the one game I wasn't able to watch uh, due to uh, my curling obligations on Saturday afternoon. So I didn't. I, I was able to see the tail end of uh, the Cincy game and then just a bit of the Green Bay game. Um, but I was stunned. That's the one game I thought uh, the home team was going to. You know, when we did bit. our picks last Thursday, Dave. You taught me out of that one. I knew I, I knew it was going to be close. And I was going to say San Francisco for sure, but I would know Rodgers has to beat Garoppolo at home. Has to. He has to this, this is a no-brainer. I got Derek Jeter baseballs I'd fucking put, put against this one. And he Garoppolo wasn't, don't say Garoppolo won the game at all for, no. for the Niners. And that's but the thing. Rodgers should have won this game hands down. Yeah, like special teams lost the game for Green Bay. If you want to really pick at something, but you got to score more than ten points against San Francisco and at home in the playoffs in like, the weather. Oh, Is it a fucking I, surprise that weather's gonna be shitty in Green Bay in 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 January? I was a little disappointed. Like the greats, like like Elway, Montana, Brady, they found a way. They they willed their team to victory. He can't. Rogers can't will his team to victory. And that's that's become painfully obvious, and and he can sulk and and tell us how smart he is all the time, and and there it is. And he's so good, he is so good. But when the brights are the lightest, he he takes a dump. That's the thing, and I heard this on a, on a show earlier on today, and I I'll take a little bit of uh, I kind of noticed it during the beginning of the game uh, with the introduction when he's just walking on the field. And look at me, look at me. I'm the smartest guy in the building, and I, I'm so great. But I'd rather have a guy who runs on the field a little bit and shows some emotion where Aaron Rodgers has to be the smartest guy all the time and a little bit of a attitude to his strut and everything else. And he went to Cal, so that's how they are, but whatever. And he's been that way for – it's just – I think that's part of the problem. This guy thinks that the world owes him something, and I should step in the field – and I'm just going to win because I'm Aaron fucking Rodgers. It, it doesn't work that way when it comes to, to uh, in any sport in, in, in the playoff situation. Rodgers has, his emotion level is so mundane, in my opinion. And that's what podcasts are. It's opinion, right? But his emotion level is so mundane and so whatever, Even man. Even Cube. 
It's just you gotta you gotta step it up a little bit and you gotta show some emotion for the rest of your team because the quarterback's the, the captain of the team and, and your team's gonna feed off of that. When you just walk on the field like you don't give a shit, then the rest of the team's gonna be like, dude, like what are we busting our hump for this guy for? Yeah, and at the end of the day, he doesn't he doesn't uh rise his level of play. Like, and that's that's so many times, like it's 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 year after year, whether and and you know it's uh, it's the defense's fault. It's the special teams' fault. I got no one to throw in's fault. This one, like you know, you can go jam it, Mister MVP. Like you, you put up ten points at home on the biggest game of the year. I don't care who you were playing. You got to do better than that. You got to find someone. You got to scramble. You got to do something. To, to propel your team to victory. And and that's this one, this one he's gonna wear like for me, like because like I like I've been um quite open about it. I think he's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's he's a super quarterback. And I was even giving him a little bit of a pass with all his donkey behavior this year. I don't and, and I know don't be a donkey. Don't. But don't be a don't be a donkey. And then you know, if you want to be a donkey. When when the stakes are the highest, you play your best. And Henny didn't do that. And that's a little bit unforgivable for me. If you're going to be a great, you got to play great in the biggest games. And he doesn't. Yeah. And he, he doesn't. Ha- doesn't, hasn't, and everything else. He, he you know, the his, his Super Bowl's a lot of years ago now. And like I said, Green Bay, like, what's the problem there, Dave? Like, how can how can a franchise have those two quarterbacks? Like I said earlier, top 30, 40 of all, let's say 50. Let's say two of the top 50 of all time. And I think the number is pretty high. It's a pretty much lower than that. But how do you have two Super Bowls with that quarterbacking? Well, a it shows how hard it is to win. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, you can't you can't really. Marino played for 15 years and he went to one game, right? So so it's not just a quarterback, and we both know that. But I, I think there's it's maybe just some. The Green Bay faithful love their team so much. It's hard to do wrong in their eyes. And maybe that maybe they get a bit of a pass from the fan base because they're community-minded, because they do things the right way, because they, they're living in the heartland of cheese country. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, and so maybe the, the fan base isn't as critical, vocal, have a national audience to demand change like, like some, some different franchises do. But... And and they're loved. They're they they are beloved. And and that's a general rule that you know what franchises do you hate? Not very many people hate on the Packers. No, they're they're they're, they're, right? they're a team. Everybody loves the cheese heads and everything else, whatever. It's fun. And people and a lot of people actually like Brett Favre like, that are our vintage, and they're like they don't love him. They're like, hey, yeah, he's fun to watch, and it was fun. It was good. Um, is that his last is that Rogers' last game for uh the Packers? I don't know. Probably a gun to my head. I'd say, I would say no, because. The world's going to get. And yeah, Jordan and, loves not the guy. And and he did a lot, of, a lot of damage, I think, to his his brand and his stature. I, w- I would be surprised. I think he play. I think he retires before he plays somewhere else. That's an interesting, interesting, because. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, we won't talk whole much more about wins and losses and everything else because you can watch ESPN to, or TSN to get about that. But uh, Brady almost uh, twenty down 28-3 to the Rams, made a great big uh, uh, comeback, tied it up. Stafford made the play, get the last second field goal, blah, blah, blah. And anyways, Brady ends up losing. He got nailed for a 15-yard penalty for being a uh, crybaby poopy patch a little bit with the referee and the officials there. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Doesn't matter, but the uh, the Rams and Matthew Stafford are moving on to play the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the I said a while ago, and you can uh, you can go back in the the shows. I can't remember when it was, Dave, but I said that if Brady loses this game, he's done. Uh, I think he's going to retire. I don't think you'll see. I thought that Rogers, like you you just said earlier, that Rogers is done rather than playing somewhere else, I think Brady's done. I think that's it. I think he he lost. 
He has nothing else to play for. Yes, he's an MVP candidate this year, but he's got nothing to play for, consecutive championships, everything else, because it takes a lot of effort, a lot of effort at that age to continue being a professional athlete, let alone NFL quarterback. And he's got kids at the age of, I think they're 14 and 12 and whatever, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But those kids are at the age now where they're starting to play sports or music or whatever the, the hobbies they are, they got. And you as a father, you know this, Dave, that once the kids, they have, you have one chance to watch this stuff happen. And if you got to be always on the field or always doing uh, exercising and everything else, you don't get another chance to, to, to see your kids grow up. I think Brady's done, man. I really, really do. I would not be surprised. Him, I, I, I really don't know. Like from, from what you read, I read today, um, it sounds like there, it was a little bit of tension be him and between him and Bruce Arians. Um, it sounds like Arians really isn't that big a fan of him. Um, but but knows how good he is, and, and that gives him his chance to win Super Bowls. Um, I don't know what Tampa Bay is going to do for a quarterback, but that's not Tom Brady's problem right now. Uh, it's it's just like when we were talking with um, was it uh, which one when we were we guessing with where he you know, where uh, where fellow was, was saying like, he thinks Brady wants to put every record so far out of reach that these records are going to hang on for a long time. That would be the only thing, but get one more Super Bowl for maybe a third different team. That's never been done. Um, put a little bit more distance of, of, of passing yards and, and, and touchdown passes, but he, had, he's, it's clear he has nothing more to prove. He's, he is the goat, and uh, and he's earned the right to do whatever he wants. But I, this, I don't know if he's going to come back. But it wouldn't surprise me if he did either. I I thought there was more of a chance of Rogers coming back for sure. I I I wasn't uh, I didn't pose the question earlier, Dave, about Rogers not playing. I just thought he'd go play somewhere else. You sound more convinced that Rogers is done. That's it. I'm out. Then Brady's done. I think so. Because, like, you know, Rodgers is – I think he's damaged goods. Like, yes, he's better than – And his. I think – I think, and like you said, his brand is so busted open because of what he said about the being vaxxed, not vaxxed, he's immunized. And that that took, that takes out 50 to 60 to 70% of your, of your fan base. Like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. And so – and when people don't like you, you don't want to be around very much. And, and say he does go to another – Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it takes time to to figure shit out on a new team. You got to learn a new system, new jargon, become comfortable with new players, new new living conditions, new everything. So it's going to take some weeks, and there is going to be some bumps in the road. And then how's Rogers going to handle that with the new fan base, right? And 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 the leash has gotten a lot shorter on Aaron Rodgers. This is like, yeah, sure, he's wicked, but he's not a winner, and we we want to win. Yeah. It's uh, it's astonishing to me that he, how his stock went from one level to the absolute other, and just people are like, I, I'm just out with this guy, and and now he just doesn't get it. But I guess if you just don't get it, you don't care, right? Well, you know, like even like well, I guess if there, but the thing is, Dave, if there was, there's probably different. There's 10 million of these podcasts throughout the world, and there's somebody else on the other other side of things saying the opposite of what we're saying about his not caring. Yeah, it's just it's funny. Yeah, and you know, just like so, let's just take the Broncos, um, my team. The sure uh, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson would be a, a huge upgrade. And up until a month ago, two months ago, I would have said I would I take Rodgers over Russell Wilson every day, all day. But now, you know what? Russell Wilson has won just as many Super Bowls as old Aaron Rodgers. He's gone to more, right? Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers did uh, any favors to, to his career, his legacy, his brand, and, and obviously the, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll give our picks who we're thinking is going to win the, this upcoming weekend for the two games coming up. I think I'm uh, seven, 
I'm seven and one so far with the uh, no six and two, six and two straight up so far in the eight, eight games we've played so far. What are you at? I believe the only game I have gotten wrong is um, uh, Green Bay. I don't know that for sure. I got that but... one wrong, and then I I, I picked the Bills over the. Uh, the Chiefs tonight. I think I doesn't. It doesn't. Matter. I think I picked the Chiefs because I I picked them as my horse. Like still with a month left in the season, I was still uh, flogging that Chiefs bandwagon. But I, I after a game like that, <clears throat> I hope the Chiefs do win. Uh, I have some AFC West bias, and and the Chiefs are the Broncos' rival. But still, when you when you when you see a team play like that, it's it's so fun to watch. It's uh, so game last night was all, it was awesome to watch that that was sport at it. its finest. That was sport yeah. at its finest. No, it was it was so great. Like there was people like the, the girl I watched in the news and the the uh, uh, the Calgary Dallas Flex Hogs. Her name. She was like I I watched three games a year and she goes that was the best one she'd ever seen in her life. And it was like it's it's fun to watch. It it, it, it polarizes people because not now with social media and the way notifications come up. Like if, if, even if you're not on Twitter or whatever, like when there's stuff coming up, that's uh, you, you, you tune in and watch it. No, it was, it was great. It was just, uh, it was awesome to watch. Anyways. The uh, only thing there is to dislike about the Kansas city chiefs is Patrick Mahomes meathead brother that comes across my. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring him up on Thursday show before oh, we give our picks. And he's a, he's, you got to tell him, you got to cut him off. Pat. Yeah. Get out cut it out dude like fuck right <laughs> off and stay fucked off anyways the 1420 podcast we passed a 21,000 download mark uh earlier this weekend uh it was good uh, little, little that's a lot of ears who listen to this show for whatever reason that you listen to our show we thank you very much for for doing that over the last year and a half or 18 months whatever it's been we thank you very much so sponsorship opportunities out there like i said 21,000 downloads that's uh, 42,000 sets of ears that have uh, probably the same person over and over. Who knows? But anyway, we appreciate the uh, the response and all the support you guys giving us. Uh, Fourteen twenty podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Fourteen twenty sports podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, today there was some good news on the baseball front and major league front. Anyways, that the uh, owners and players, or the union and the play, whatever you want to call it, however you want to divide it up. They were going to meet for a second consecutive day tomorrow. The players have rescinded on a few of their free agent things. The, play, the uh, owners have also said they're going to uh, relook at things on, on their free agency because that's kind of the big one right now. And uh, rule changes aren't going to go into effect right now. And they're, I think they'll, they'll figure this all out before uh, spring, spring training and pitchers and catchers are supposed to report at the end of February. But uh, big news in baseball this past week for sure was AAA – the minor leagues, it, it was in A ball last year. Now it's up to AAA this year. AAA baseball decided they're going with the automated strike zone. They're going to put it at, they're going to put AirPods in the umpire's ears. And when it, wherever it goes across the, on the plate on the computer, that's the input. They're going to be telling the umpire what the call is and they're going with it and they're going to give it a shot this year. And uh, it's only a matter of time, I, I think, but I hope not that they are going to have. Uh, automated strike zone in the big leagues and that's the uh that's what it's going to be i i don't like it i uh i quite hate it not just because i'm a baseball purist because i i think that uh part of the best ball best thing about sport is is mistakes and uh and errors and uh, fumbles and uh tip shots and everything else that that makes sports great that when it shouldn't be an automated uh, anything. It's what human beings aren't robots. And that's what makes sports great, as we saw yesterday. Dave, what do you think about uh, it's common to Major League Baseball? What do you think about that? Um, you know, on, <clears throat> on paper, it, it, it makes perfect sense to me because how many times, and I guess that's content, we shouldn't ever bitch about shit to talk about. Um, Angel Hernandez, and there was that other guy that were just always, you're always talking about these idiots blowing Joe West, blowing games and missing calls. And, 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 you know, when, when you're umpires like these two who are actually quite noisy about being shitty at their jobs, it frustrates me. 
it, it frustrates me to no end that how you, the only reason I know your name is because you're not good at the job you're getting paid to do. My concerns are, you know, like if the, if a, the, the umpire has a earpiece in his, in his ear and it's just strike, strike. So like, it's not going to take away from the actual um, viewing of the game. My bigger concern is when they tried this in A-ball, they said it actually made the games longer. Yeah. We don't need a longer baseball game. Like, uh, like you've said before, you've told, you've told your stories about uh, when you do your work in the, in the leagues that you, that you umpire. When the game's 12-3 and we're in the sixth inning, guess what? That strike zone just got a lot fatter for everybody. Yep. And, and you both sides. Need, both sides. And you don't need um, um, the, the Macintosh telling you that you're not allowed to call that a strike, which I get. And, and then that's that's something with the with the game that, that's the, a nuance of baseball, how old school it is, and, and these things can happen. I just don't want it to slow down the game because games are too friggin' long already. And that's, that's my concern. My problem, and you always hear about umpire, bad call, bad call. And then you hear the other side say, well, he's consistent. But being consistently bad doesn't make you any better. If you're always missing the same pitch, you're always missing the same fucking pitch. Right. Umpires do, do need to be better. And, and they're, most are really, really good. They, they are. They are. But there are guys who aren't. And they, they miss that pitch and they miss that here and there. I just, I just worry that what happens, Dave, if this experiment gets to the national stage, because not many people watch a ball, not many people watch double a ball, not many people watch triple a ball. If it gets to the major league level and it's a complete bust, how do you turn back to umpires being umpires? That's a tough sell, man, to go back to something that didn't, that, 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 that the masses said didn't work. And then going back to what worked for a hundred years. I don't think they would ever go back and that's why they're going to, they're going to do it. We're still two, three years away from it becoming part of the major league game, I believe, because they have to have these kinks worked out, but you know, also the, the umpires, they think they don't have this fucking instant replay figured out. They take too, too long. Like, I don't understand. Uh, I don't get that. I don't understand why like it's, it's like hockey. Right, it goes to the war room in New York and Cooperstown. I don't care where the bunker is, but you got twenty. It's in Manhattan. Owners. It's in Manhattan, but yeah. But they but have umpires. Know. They have umpires on the fucking on the the headphones at in Manhattan, and it still takes forever. Like it, it the, the baseball, you don't really need the angles because unlike football and hockey, the cameras are there. The action is going to be at the plate. There's only one baseball. Base. Yeah. And 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 the lines are there, and the plays are made on the posts and and at the play at the like base with, with with every play that happens in <clears throat> baseball. There's only two people on the screen. Yes, right. That, that's it. There's two people. You got there's your a, camera. There, there's the first yeah. baseman and the the, the 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 batter. There's the catcher and the batter, and then there's the second baseman and the guy trying to steal second base. There's mm-hmm. only two people on the screen. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mm-hmm. Whereas hockey and football, there's all kinds of shit going on. There's like multiple people. Like with, with with baseball, the replay takes so long. And I agree with you. Like I'll watch a game forever and ever. But like like how these replays take so fucking long, I don't get it. 
Whereas when, and like, who's really good at these and better than I am. And I'm actually get paid sometimes to be it, to be an umpire. Deanne, the producer, she's, she'll watch it once. She goes out safe. And she's probably 98%. She's right there. She's younger. She has better eyes. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. Maybe we should get her out in the field this year. But yeah, no, it's, I, I just, I worry that, I do worry that we're trying to appease to the, um, the masses that aren't watching baseball that are never going to watch baseball just to make it more interesting for people who don't care about it. Yeah. Like, does that make I, sense? No, it, it does make sense because with the instant replays, uh, the outs and home runs and that's important. But when now when we're getting into the minutia of calling balls and strikes, like how is that really are, are, are these umpires costing games? Are these umpires affecting the, the results of these games with balls and strikes? Yeah, sure, occasionally. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm not quite sure because there is 162 games a year. That's a lot of friggin' blown calls. I wish baseball would, would take the umpires' union to task and, and do something about refs that are, I'll be sorry, umpires that are consistently bad. Like maybe that's, give them, that's maybe, probably a better solution than going to automated guys. Dave is that make the guys you have better and the guys who aren't good enough because if a player's not good enough, he can't fucking play. Yeah, exactly. And then like, you know, now you're an outfield up. You don't get a turn at the play. And they're all part of the, they're all part of the like, players are all part of the union, union as well. Right. If the, a player's not good enough, he, he can't play. Right. So if an umpire is not good enough, you can't, you can't umpire anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And that is, it, it should be that simple. Don't, don't change the way the game is officiated. Change the officials. I I agree with that because that at the end of, at the end of the day, the only reason this is being discussed and being implemented at at certain minor league levels is because there's a lot of noisy guys that aren't good at their job that haven't been taken to task by people who should be taking them to task. I you know I'm probably going to get in trouble with this for people that uh, listen to the show who may be part of a union maybe part of a worker, what a worker's agreement or whatever it is. But um, the union was created a long time ago um, in the workforce for, to protect the workers. And I get it, but I, and it it has helped with wage increases for people. It's helped with uh, benefits and everything else. But in the last, well, in my work and lifetime, last 25 years, I personally found that the union has started to, almost go to the other level and it protects kind of a, the weaker guy who just can't, who doesn't, uh, that doesn't can't to survive on his own. And I think that's a, a lot like in, in major league baseball, there's guys who because get their union card and they're in man, that's it. And so there, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a tough sale for me when guys shouldn't be doing it are doing it because there are some guys in the minor leagues who are really good, but they can't get in. There's new guys coming in this year because Joe West is out. And so there's, if if you're not good enough, you shouldn't be able to do it anymore. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's it one hundred percent. And you know, I don't think, but like every major league uh, umpire, like you're you're part of a crew and you go through your rotation, right? Like so, every fifth day, you're going to be behind the plate, just like yeah. a starting pitcher. No, no, no more plate jobs for you. No, what, if you if you can't do it, you you're you're out. Yeah, you're you're really good at calling foul balls. Right on. You call the guy and out, so out you, first. I call the guy out first, sitting with a beer in my hand, up in yeah. the fucking up in the third deck. You just keep punching him up, but we're going to keep you away from the plate where you got too much thinking. Like it's 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 astonishing, and you, you, you look at and we we're sitting at a at the garage pub once again where beer is really cold every day. Uh, fuck, that, I got cold beer, best beer in town. Anyways, they. Uh, talking with Blaine Locker, uh, ex-AHL goaltender, and he was talking about, and out of nowhere, he looked over me, he goes, you should talk about uh, NFL referees on, on, on your show. And I said, why is that? He goes, there's always hope for old white guys like me and you to have a job someday because these guys, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I agree, man. Like, it just seems like just, there seems to be a lot of, co- a lot of conversations between officials that shouldn't be, that shouldn't happen anymore. No, I just saw this, Dave. Are there more conversations with officials in sports because of TV angles and TV and cameras or anything else? 
than they used to be 20 years ago when there was only two two cameras in the entire arena. Now you got so many angles and 5G, this and that and everything else. So now officials are more like, oh, fuck. That was so close. I better push the blame on, let not not push the blame. I'm going to have a conversation with my, my partners first, and then we're going to come up with the, the right call or a call because there's so many cameras watching. Has technology hurt officiating? I think um, I think it's a couple different reasons in the NFL game. The the league is changing the rules a little bit every year as well. Um, like what's in the grass? What's the tuck rule? Um, uh, this taunting crap. Oh, the, terrible. It's terrible and and hits to the head. Like which is and and. Um, like targeting these are all rules in the last five years and and i understand what the league is trying to do but the players and the and the officials have been calling and playing the game a totally different way for their entire life and it it's a little bit hard and 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 the game is a lot hard this game has been played is being played by bigger stronger faster athletes than ever before as well so i i think now in the nfl game you get more of those conversations a because they're going to get if they're wrong they're going to get proven wrong because of the camera angles and they just want to really understand the rules correctly before they decide exactly what they're going to do because i i do believe being an nfl official is the toughest because like we said we we don't know where your eyeballs are going to have to be in 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 10 seconds time it's not at first base, it's going to be 30 years downfield. And if you're not there, well, that official should have been there to make that call. Like, fuck, I'm, I'm a 50-year-old white guy. I'm not keeping up to these guys. Yeah. And that's the one thing I like about umpire and Dave is that, yeah, there's a million ways to balk. There's a million this, there's a million that for baseball rules. But in general, when I go in the field, I know I got to call outs and strikes, balls and safe and the odd this and that. But in general, the game takes care of itself. In, in baseball. It, it does. It, it really does. I make a call here, there, yet yeah, whatever it is, but football and hockey, there's such a gray area with a lot of, a lot of uh, penalties and everything else, because, well, that's a penalty now, but it's not a penalty later in hockey. And then in football, I've never officiated a football game. I've never watched really. I don't watch a football official that much, but I would lay it on the line. They could probably call holding every time, every play if they wanted to. I would think I would every, think. every fucking time the ball stopped, they call a hole. So there's such a fine line, like a strike's a strike. Yeah. You might get it wrong, but a strike's a strike. You might miss it by an inch outside the plate. Whereas, well, I'm not calling that a hole because it wasn't really a hold. And I'm not calling that a trip because it wasn't really a trip in hockey. And then in hockey now they can go, well, he dove, but he was also tripped. So they get, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's so crazy. It's just different. I I don't know. I don't know. I I just think baseball is going down the the wrong rabbit hole a little bit with going to these automated officials, automated strike zones, because like I said, once you go, once you go there, you can't come back. Well, and if they, if they have discovered now, like uh, the same results that they had from that A-ball league that we saw that games are going to take longer. There's no way they're bringing that to MLB. No, no. Unless they put, pitchers on a stern shot clock our pitch and, and that ain't happening that ain't happening like ain't I, happening. I, and i think that i think they should put pitchers on a on a on a clock before they bring in automatic uh balls and strikes i agree anyways they will talk with us when baseball season starts up holy pitchers and catchers get to uh spring training in florida and arizona by the end of february so we can start the major league baseball season anyways the actual producer and our sound guy jim he uh figures every thursday because there was such a a good uh, show we had about the uh, top five most influential guys or people in sports in our lifetime. He thinks that we should do a top five probably every Thursday show from here on in, which I thought was a good idea. And he came up with uh, the top for the next show, Dave, on Thursday. The top five careers ended due to injuries in our lifetime. Uh, that's a pretty uh, a good list. I got two right off the top of our heads. I think one guy we mentioned last show for the influential guys that uh, probably Bo Jackson will be on that list but uh, the top five uh, injuries of athletes that uh, in our lifetime that end the careers way too soon pretty good pretty good idea by the sound guy Jim 
yeah, like lists are fun. Debate is fun, and and this sounds like a great idea. And, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give it a shot. I like lists. I like top fives. So you listen tonight or tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, whatever it is, before Thursday show. If you have something that you uh, your top five, make sure you guys uh, get to us on Facebook and Twitter and everything else, and email at fourteen twenty sports at gmail Let us know your top five, and we'll mention you guys on the show. And if needed, I will tell you why you're wrong. Dave will tell you why you're wrong. Because if you've listened to the show for 18 months, Dave's right. Right? Well, if I'm not right, I know why someone else is wrong. There you go. <laughs> 1420 Sports Podcast. Four Beaver Sports talking a whole lot. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four Beaver Sports talking a whole lot more. Uh, segment we started a while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Deanne picked it up that uh, Dave and I say, oh, yeah, or oh, no, for whatever reason. Uh, quite a lot. I don't know what we're even agreeing on or disagreeing on at that point, but it became a segment where I got uh, I got a few, uh, I write down just some random thoughts about well, what can be an oh yeah or oh no. I asked Dave, I disagree or agree, and we go from there. It's qu- really quite simple. It's kind of, we have all the same segment. We just call it something different anyways, but oh yeah, oh no. Dave, you, you, you say the life's great at Super 8 and Tabor. I know they uh, they don't have a, a restaurant in, in the place. I don't know if they have the continental breakfast available. But uh, a lot of hotels I stayed at over the years, whether it be working on the road or uh, on vacation, have the, the breakfast buffet. Are you a fan? Like when you go into the, the restaurant of a hotel, um, breakfast buffets, oh, yeah, or oh, no? Um. Like we're not talking the continental with the cereal. No, no, like a, like an actual buffet where there's the hot plates and everything else. Oh. But if you can sit down, okay, don't just tell breakfast buffets. Oh yeah, or oh no. Oh yeah. And but you can sit still sit in that same restaurant and get a breakfast. Yes. Yeah, but you'll just sit down. Just and the waitress will come around with the coffee. Yeah. And, and you want you something else? Ha- you so guys breakfast buffet? buffet. Oh yeah. Especially, I you know what I always, no matter where I am, if the buffet is an option, then I do a tour first. I uh, I see what's available. Yeah. And if there's a decent eggs Benedict, I'm all over the the breakfast buffet. But I'm not a big eater, but I love a good buffet. I, I like I like picking and choosing and 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 getting the proportions proper. See, I don't mind the buffet personally, but I also like sometimes the eggs aren't like it's it's usually the scrambled eggs and it's the toast is this. But if if there's French toast in said buffet, I will have the buffet for sure. But if it's pancakes, I probably I'm probably going to lean towards sitting at the booth, getting the eggs, bacon, whatever else, because there's always bacon in a buffet and the, 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 the staples. Right. So I don't know. I for because the price is usually pretty interchangeable too. Yeah, buffet's a couple bucks more, but you get to yeah. do your own thing, and you get to yeah. go back for seconds if you so choose. Yeah, second seconds at breakfast is tough. It's it's all dependent, right? Uh, when you're on holidays, it's, I can eat a little bit more than if you're going to work. Like yeah, if you're going to work, like a buffet is right out of the question. I'm a pretty light breakfast when I have yeah. to do some work. Um, but it's funny you mentioned French toast and and pancakes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would have no breakfast if that was my breakfast. I French, like French toast a lot. French toast and pancakes can. Jam. I won't do pancakes. They dry up as like dry like a camel's ass. No, I like I, I, I like French toast. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, driving the the weather was so nice this weekend uh, here in Medicine Hat in Southern Alberta to say the least. Anyways, but people's cars were. We're uh, a little filthy, but anybody, when the sun shines, they, for some reason, people feel the need to clean their car and the driver. I don't know what it is. It's just a thing. But anyways, uh, Dave, automatic car washes. Oh yeah. Or, oh no. I used to be firmly on the the side of, oh no, but if I'm going to wait in line for a car wash, I'm going to, I'll wait in line at the automatic because Car wash is something, it was on Thursday, whatever. It was, my car was so filthy and you yeah. touch it with your clothes and you get dirty. It was gross and dirty. And it, 
And there was no sense washing it before Thursday because it was melting so much, right? It just get dirty again. It just yeah. get dirty again. So I, uh, I, I will if if it's a a hot commodity, I if I'm gonna have to wait in line, I'll do it for the automatic. If I have time, and there's no line, I I do prefer using the watch. The thing about the automatic car wash, Dave, now is you can sit in your car wash in, in the car washer, sit in your vehicle and listen to the 1420 podcast as your vehicle's getting clean. Get two two birds stoned at once. Make sure you download before you get in there because you don't get good reception. Sometimes the Wi-Fi and everything else right. doesn't happen. Anyways, uh, another one I noticed this weekend, Dave, and I tried to stay up for the Oilers' uh, big win against the Calgary Flames the other night. They finally pulled off a game. Um, but the thing is, as I get a little bit older, uh, we'll get through the work week and everything else. I don't know how people on the East Coast do it. They're a better person than I am, but man, oh man. Dave, oh yeah or oh no to eight o'clock start times for sporting events. Garbage. Absolutely I can't. I got to I got to go to I got to go to bed. Like how do how does the East Coast watch I, Sunday night football and, and how, Monday and night that, football? And eight o'clock starts are a staple for for the World Series, for the, for the Monday night football, for Sunday night football, for for big sporting events, national championship games. Like how do they do eight o'clock starts? Like and that's normal. Yeah, like so that's yeah ten p.m. Oh, that I can't do that. I, uh, I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, like eight, like eight, when they start at eight normally, like we're 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 six. All right, they, they, oh, okay. they do. Sorry, I thought like it was they like do eight o'clock all the time. Oh, but sorry, I thought you were talking like the late game on hockey night in Canada and stuff. That's like right. That. No, but yeah. what I'm saying, like for for the hockey night in Canada start is eight here. I hope they're not watching. That's ten o'clock. Yeah, like to not start a chance. So, like, so, but at no. eight o'clock, like for the first game of the night, not a chance. No, no. Like it's so late. It's so late. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I can even try and watch it, but I'm probably gonna nod off. I made it a period of half on, on Saturday night, and that was it. And yeah, that was it, the Oilers game. Yeah, yeah. So again, I said I'm gonna watch this game, see what's wrong with the Oilers, talk, talk on the podcast all the time and everything. And I was an hour and a period and a half in. I was like, yeah, heavy. Oh no. Eight o'clock starts or not. How they do it in the East Coast, eight o'clock starts, I have no idea. If you're a beat writer and have to do that, like I I don't know. Like it's but I'm I like it doesn't even bother me because I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. Like I just don't watch that game. And now I can watch things like for NFL. I can only always watch it streaming and stuff like that. So I even I nodded off a little bit on that uh uh Tampa Bay game before Buffalo. I, I missed a little bit. So I watched it when I got home from work today. Yeah, you you well, you had a tough weekend. You're not getting any younger. So, anyways, I was busy. Yeah, you were busy. Uh, oh yeah, or oh no, overtime rule changes for the playoffs in the NFL has to happen. Um, I've always said it has to happen. I understand why the rules are they are for the regular season, but it's now the playoffs. Just and it's a simple fix. We're playing one more quarter. We're playing one more quarter and and go from there. Like, you play a full it, quarter? Yeah, you got to play another 15 minutes um, because the stakes are so high. Uh, you got to give each, time, each team a, a shot with the ball. Um, clock management becomes something. Everything that's part of the game is still now part of the game. Whereas this, um, the coin flip, I get it. Buffalo had the best defense in the league last year, but like they were it was, it, they, they, were were gassed, they were so tired and, and it's only fair to give Buffalo a chance to, to answer. One um, thing I heard I today, think, Dave, that was interesting. I, I, man, there, there's some smarter people out there in the sports world than you and I, but if they, one thing that could change the way a game is played at the end of regulation is knowing who has the possession of the ball at the beginning of overtime before the game starts. Coin flips done before the game starts. So, oh man, if I've kicked this field goal, Jesus Christ, maybe we should go for it because my defense could be this 
It was just a, a, a twist. I'm not saying it's the right thing, but it's a twist on, on that, that thought process that, okay, I don't want my defense on the field this long. So maybe I should go for, for, for go for two or go for the touchdown instead of the field goals. Like it's just a twist on, on how think, things might, might be done in regulation, knowing who has the ball in overtime. You know, cause yeah, that that's, that's a nice twist because you know, obviously the, the, the halftime, you know, who's going to get the ball to start the second half. So you would know who's going to get the ball to start overtime. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> then it would depend. I, I think if not 15, I think a full set 10 minutes, like it should be in a, a set amount of time. So like, like I said, clock management becomes part of the game as well. Well, I think we're like right now, Dave, because that game was so great last night. I think we're working a recency bias where we just want to see if Buffalo's going to score again, too. Like our thoughts, mm-hmm. our thoughts are right there right now with recency bias. I'll just both teams were just punching and counter punching. It was Tyson Holyfield. It was that it was that kind of a Sugar Ray and, and Marvis Marvin Hagler kind of a deal last night where you wanted to see, OK, it, who's going to who's going to get knocked down first? Like who's going to actually make a stop? And I don't think there's going to be a stop on either of those defenses for quite some time. They could have been playing until today. Which then clock management would come into play, right? Yeah. So, yeah. no, interesting. I think it has to change in the playoffs. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday's coming up. And actually, what I, I, I like Super Bowl, but the two best games are usually the uh, championship games this weekend. Might make a uh, some food, maybe have some people, whatever we can do. Uh, COVID restriction, whatever else, and who knows. But anyways, Dave, uh, oh, yeah, or oh, no, a pot of chili on the slow cooker for you to eat to your, to your heart's content. Um, I don't do the slow cooker. I make a big stock pot, you know, like those big restaurant ones, that yeah. hold four gallons. I make, I honestly make like a gallon and a half of chili when I make it. And then we freeze it in the freezer. So, yeah, yeah I'm not a slow cooker guy. But yeah, it can simmer all day for eight hours, and that's 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 right. That's cool. And, and just pick away at it and have it whenever you want. Have people over. You want some? There's a bowl. Get some bread. Whatever. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. A bowl of chili is a heavy. Oh yeah, for sure for me too. Um, the other day I had a sandwich. The other day I had a hankering and haven't been for for quite some time. Um, Subway. I can't remember the last time I had Subway, so I say, "Oh no, oh no!" They, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a Subway guy. If I if I have a hankering for a Sani, it's usually at home, or the Tim Hortons ham and cheese. It's it's not awesome, but it's it's decent, it's serviceable, and it's quick. I always just find that the the the, the Tim Hortons sandwich are just a little bit. The bread's a little too hard, and I don't know. I just. I'm not a big Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons for donuts and soup and coffee. I don't know. Their sandwiches are mediocre at best. Uh-huh. We aren't going for, obviously, we're not going for a sponsorship with Tim Hortons anytime soon by me saying <laughs> that. But anyways, uh, two more. Uh, animal print clothing on women. Oh, yeah, or oh, no. Sorry, what did you say? Animal print clothing. Leopard, <clears throat> tiger, Oh yeah, or oh no. You're going through you're going through your head right now. Kaylee's got anything upstairs in an animal print, aren't you? Well, no, I no, no, she does not. I know for a fact she does not. <laughs> she doesn't anymore. But uh I don't know. If you're gonna if that floats your boat, I'm I'll I'll point and laugh a little bit here and there. It's 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 <laughs> I, I'll I don't, I honestly don't care. It's all about the, the canvas, I guess, that you're going to put the paint on. So uh, I guess it it depends who's wearing the suit, I guess. I'm a heavy oh no on that one. Just, I think it, I think it looks ridiculous. It looked ridiculous in 1985. It looks ridiculous now. That's my, that's my opinion. The safe bet is oh no. Yes, oh, heavy oh no on that one. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, Dave at Mojo's over on the west side there in Lethbridge. They have a, a guy on a piano playing some tunes and going to sing. I guess it's, it's a rock and roll stuff, but uh, I don't know how many piano bars you've been to in your time. But uh, what's your thoughts on uh, dueling pianos 
and piano bars. Oh yeah or oh no. I've only been twice. One time highly entertained, one time not so much. So we'll give it uh oh yeah, I'd like to do that again because you know, live music, even if it's a fellow with a guitar or piano, yeah. as long as their stick is polished and clean and they're not awful, then I'll do it. There's a great, it, it turned into something different, but there, there's a great piano bar in New York, New York, and Las Vegas. Uh, they put on a show. There's a couple of dudes and they, they put, and they get the crowd going. It's a really, really good time. They all, I mean, it's simple. You had booze and, 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 and hit songs and people and everything else. It, it's a can't miss formula, right? But I've uh, been there a couple of times. I can't remember the name of the place. I know exactly where it is. But uh, it's a great spot, and uh, I'm a I'm a heavy oh yeah to dueling pianos for sure. It's uh, and it's entertainment, it's booze and everything else. So it's, it's yeah, yeah, live music and liquor is a good combination. It, 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 it yeah. usually doesn't go wrong unless you go to a, a punk rock show. Well, yeah, but that's yeah. Just pick your pick your poison. Well, that yeah, I, I got some friends who are punk rock guys, and I don't get it. Like the, the, the music, music aside, like whatever the like doesn't whatever. They, I like some music. They like some what. I, but going to a place knowing you're going to bounce around and get elbowed in the head, I don't get it. Well, I, I think that's old too. I didn't mind a mosh pit every now and then when I was in my twenties. Well, they're still doing it, these guys. It's well, weird. good for them. But I'm not in my twenties anymore, and 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 it's. It's it's a commitment that I'm not into. Uh, one more. Let's do a, another sports one day to end, to end the 1420 Sports Podcast uh, for tonight, uh, January 24th, 2022. Um, the Battle of Alberta, present tense. Who cares? They haven't, neither team has been relevant for so long. Until they play in the playoffs, that's when I'll start playing atten- paying attention again. They haven't played in the playoffs in 30 years. It would have been the year Flurry did the backpedal thing. That would have been, Jesus. 86, 87? No, it was the 90s. 96, it was after Gretzky left. 94, 95? Around there, yeah. That's a long time ago for them to have some relevant hockey. Battle of Alberta post tense from years ago. Oh, yeah, or oh, no. Oh, yeah, there was nothing better. There was nothing better than the Battle of Alberta back in the day. That was that was high drama. And, and, and now you want, you know, we got in society today, all these schisms and, and fractured society. That was fractured society. Because everybody in Southern Alberta cheered for one. I think I would say probably 70% Flames fan, 30% Oilers. But it was it was vocal. And the 30% always had brag. Not always. Usually had the bragging rights. Like you go winning more cups. It was, it was quite prevalent. You go, uh, I don't want to say old South, but even what's, what's between olds and, and red deer, who, who knows, whatever. But it was like, this is Calgary. And then this is Edmonton, and that's what it was. And it was, it was crazy. Yes, there were a few fans sprinkled in, in between, obviously salt and pepper and, and this thing. But my God, the the hatred between the fan bases matched what was the hatred on the ice. It was it was a, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. awesome. Yeah, Lo- was I loved a- every second of it. You bet. Like in the and it's and like sports rivalries are so good, but. But they can only be good when they're when they mean something on the field. The teams, the teams mm. have to be relevant uh-huh. for them to be a rivalry. Just because you wear a jersey doesn't mean that you hate the other guy anymore. It right. doesn't. Yeah. The teams have to be good. Like the the the, the if, if the Leafs ever because the Leafs are good right now and the Leafs and the Bruins play again, there will have there will be that rivalry again because both mm-hmm. teams are pretty good, but they got to be in the playoffs. When when the stakes are high in hockey and you get a seven gamer. Red Sox, Yankees, that kind of deal. Uh, football, uh, because it, it, football rivalries are tough because you don't see the team a lot. But it's more divisional, like um, um, Pittsburgh Bengals. Uh, not sorry, Pittsburgh uh, Baltimore yeah. had a pretty good rivalry there for a couple of years. 
Um, you know, and, and then the you Bears, got Bears Packers is a big one, but if the Bears stink, then who cares? Relevant forever, right? Exactly. Um, in hockey, too, a couple of years back when uh, LA was LA San Jose was a good little rivalry yeah. when they were both relevant. Like we're, we're talking rivalry here. We'll be able to talk about it on a Thursday show some rivalries that that have maybe that are up and coming and some that have, have uh, gone to the wayside. But this, uh, you got Battle of California, you got the San Francisco 49ers and Los Angeles Rams, two cities who don't like each other going for a championship game on uh, on Sunday afternoon. So maybe that's a new rivalry that can get picked up again because it's a uh, it's a thing, man. L.A. But, and San Fran don't like each other. But not really because L.A., the Rams don't really have a fan base yet. Yeah, like and that's Louis, exactly it. Right? They, they were the L.A. Rams, and then they were St. Louis forever. Now they're back in L.A. again. So that mm-hmm. rivalry is going to take a long time to build up again. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of um, L.A. slash San Fran rivalry is going to be this weekend. Yeah, it's going to help, but you know what? And it sucks for the the Rams a bit, but I bet there, there's going to be a pretty vocal contingency of Niner fans there. Huge. Because Niner fans have, have had success. Like, fuck, this is Shanahan's playing in an NFC championship game for the third time in four years. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the friggin' ball. Shanahan is clearly a good coach. That's a good looking man. Me and Deanne argue about that. And I shouldn't argue about how good looking a guy man is. Joey That's G. a good looking. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, I don't know. Deanne says he's too chiseled and too put together. I no matter. He's good looking. Whatever. Well, if he had a Greek last name, she'd like him probably. Probably. It's just said he's Italian. Garoppolopoulos or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolopoulos. He'd be Mr. Universe guaranteed. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. A uh, little tame. You uh, you make sure you get some rest for Thursday night show. Oh, you bet. You know, it's, uh, yeah, like I, I didn't, I have the foot clearly on, uh, off the gas tonight. Um, it was a long weekend. You got to, Well, you got to do what you got to do. And I'm there for the team. We always know that. There you go. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Make sure you get back to us on Twitter and Facebook about the uh, top five athletes whose careers were cut way too short for injury. We'll talk about it on Thursday night show. Good idea there, Jim. And anyways, take care of each other. But more importantly, take care of yourself to need year-round. Dave, take care of yourself this week. I, I I took care of myself today. There you go. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm the, the what do you call it the the vitamin Bs and the vitamins and I'm getting rehydrated because you know don't let dehydration ruin your vacation. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four sports talking a whole lot more. Keep your stick on the ice and what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. There we go. We'll talk to you again on Thursday night. Easy on Thursday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 